0: Book ten chapters eleven to thirteen of ten books on architecture. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain, recording by Frederick Carlson. Ten Books on Architecture by Vitruvius, translated by Morris Hickey Morgan. Chapter eleven Ballistae one. Ballistae are constructed on varying principles to produce an identical result. Some are worked by hand spikes and windlasses, some by blocks and pulleys, others by capstans, others again by means of drums. No ballista, however, is made without regard to the given amount of weight of the stone which the engine is intended to throw. Hence their principle is not easy for everybody, but only for those who have knowledge of the geometrical principles employed in calculation and in multiplication. 2 for the holes made in the capitals through the openings of which are stretched the strings made of twisted hair generally women's or of sinew are proportionate to the amount of weight in the stone which the ballista is intended to throw and to the principle of mass as in catapults the principle is that of the length of the arrow therefore in order that those who do not understand geometry may be prepared beforehand so as not to be delayed by having to think the matter out at a moment of peril in war i will set forth what i myself know by experience can be depended upon and what i have in part gathered from the rules of my teachers and wherever greek weights bear a relation to the measures i shall reduce and explain them so that they will express the same corresponding relation in our weights Three. A ballista intended to throw a two-pound stone will have a whole of five digits in its capital, four pounds, six digits, and six pounds, seven digits, ten pounds, eight digits, twenty pounds, ten digits, forty pounds, twelve and a half digits, sixty pounds, thirteen and a half digits, eighty pounds, fifteen and three quarters digits, one hundred pounds, one foot, and one and a half digits. 120 pounds 1 foot and 2 digits 140 pounds 1 foot and 3 digits 160 pounds 1 foot and a quarter 180 pounds 1 foot and 5 digits 200 pounds 1 foot and 6 digits 240 pounds 1 foot and 7 digits 280 pounds 1 foot and a half 320 pounds 1 foot and 9 digits three hundred and sixty pounds one foot and ten digits four having determined the size of the hole design the scutula termed in greek peritretos holes in length and two and one-sixth in breadth bisected by a line drawn diagonally from the angles and after this bisecting bring together the outlines of the figure so that it may present a rhomboidal design reducing it by one-sixth of its length and one-fourth of its breadth at the obtuse angles in the part composed by the curvatures into which the points of the angles run out let the holes be situated and let the breadth be reduced by one sixth moreover let the hole be longer than it is broad by the thickness of the bolt after designing the scotula let its outline be worked down to give it a gentle curvature five it should be given the thickness of seven twelfths of a hole The boxes are two holes in height, one and three quarters in breadth, two-thirds of a hole in thickness except the part that is inserted in the hole, and at the top, one-third of a hole in breadth. The side posts are five holes and two-thirds in length, their curvature half a hole, and their thickness, thirty-seven forty-eighths of a hole. In the middle, their breadth is increased as much as it was near the hole in the design by the breadth and thickness of hole. The height by one-fourth of a hole. 6. The inner strip on the table has a length of eight holes, a breadth and thickness of half a hole. Its tenons are one hole and one-sixth long, and one-quarter of a hole in thickness. The curvature of this strip is three-quarters of a hole. The outer strip has the same breadth and thickness as the inner, but the length is given by the obtuse angle of the design and the breadth of the side posts at its curvature. The upper strips are to be equal to the lower, the cross-pieces of the table, one half of a whole. 7. The shafts of the ladder are thirteen holes in length, one hole in thickness, the space between them is one hole and a quarter in breadth, and one and one-eighth in depth. Let the entire length of the ladder on its upper surface, which is the one adjoining the arms and fastened to the table, be divided into five parts. Of these let two parts be given to the member which the Greeks call keloinion, its breadth being one and one-sixth, its thickness one-quarter, and its length eleven holes and one-half. The claw projects half a hole and the winging three-sixteenths of a hole. What is at the axis which is termed the face? The cross-pieces of three holes? eight. The breadth of the inner slips is one-quarter of a hole, their thickness one-sixth. The cover joint or lid of the calonium is dovetailed into the shafts of the ladder and is three-sixteenths of a hole in breadth and one-twelfth in thickness. The thickness of the square piece on the ladder is three-sixteenths of a hole. The diameter of the round axle will be equal to that of the claw, but at the pivots seven-sixteenths of a hole. The stays are holes in length, one quarter of a hole in breadth at the bottom, and one sixth in thickness at the top. The base, termed escara, has the length of holes and the anti-base of four holes. Each is one hole in thickness and breadth. A supporter is jointed on, half way up, one and a half holes in breadth and thickness. Its height bears no relation to the hole, but will be such as to be serviceable. The length of an arm is six holes, its thickness at the base two-thirds of a hole, and at the end one half a hole. I have now given those symmetrical proportions of ballistae and catapults which I thought most useful, but I shall not omit, so far as I can express it in writing, the method of stretching and turning the strings of twisted sinew or hair. CHAPTER Twelve, THE STRINGING AND TUNING OF CATAPULTS 1. Beams of very generous length are selected, and upon them are nailed socket pieces in which windlasses are inserted. Midway along their length the beams are incised and cut away to form framings, and in these cuttings the capitals of the catapults are inserted, and prevented by wedges from moving when the stretching is going on. Then the bronze boxes are inserted into the capitals, and the little iron bolts, which the Greeks call epizygetes, are put in their places in the boxes. 2. Next the loops of the strings are put through the holes in the capitals, and passed through to the other side. Next they are put upon the windlasses, and wound round them, in order that the strings, stretch out taut on them by means of the hand spikes, on being struck by the hand, may respond with the same sound on both sides. Then they are wedged tightly into the holes, so that they cannot slacken. So, in the same manner, they are passed through to the other side, and stretched taut on the windlasses by means of the hand spikes, until they give the same sound. Thus, with the tight wedging, catapults are tuned to the proper pitch by musical sense of hearing. On these things I have said what I could. There is left for me, in the matter of sieges, to explain how generals can win victories and cities be defended by means of machinery. CHAPTER Thirteen siege machines One, it is related that the battering ram for sieges was originally invented as follows the carthaginians pitched their camp for the siege of cadiz they captured an outwork and attempted to destroy it but having no iron implements for its destruction they took a beam and raising it with their hands And driving the end of it repeatedly against the top of the wall, they threw down the top courses of stones, and thus, step by step, in regular order, they demolished the entire redoubt. 2. Afterwards, a carpenter from Tyre, bright by name and by nature, was led by this invention into setting up a moss from which he hung another crosswise like a steel-yard, and so, by swinging it vigorously to and fro, he threw down the wall of Cadiz. Geras of chalcedon was the first to make a wooden platform with wheels under it under which he constructed a framework of uprights and cross-pieces and within it he hung the ram and covered it with ox-hide for the better protection of the men who were stationed in the machine to batter the wall as the machine made but slow progress he first gave it the name of the tortoise of the ram Three these were the first steps then taken towards that kind of machinery but afterwards when philip the son of amyntus was besieging byzantium it was developed in many varieties and made handier by polyidus the thessalian his pupils were Diadas and carius who served with alexander dyades shows in his writings that he invented movable towers which he used also to take apart and carry round with the army and likewise the borer and the scaling-machine by means of which one can cross over the wall on a level with the top of it as well as the destroyer called the raven or by others the crane four He also employed the ram mounted on wheels, an account of which he left in his writings. As for the tower, he says that the smallest should be not less than 60 cubits in height and 17 in breadth, but diminishing to one-fifth less at the top, the uprights for the tower being nine inches at the bottom and half a foot at the top. Such a tower, he says, ought to be ten stories high, with windows in it on all sides. 5. His larger tower, he adds, was one hundred and twenty cubits high and twenty-three and a half cubits broad, diminishing like the other to one-fifth less. The uprights, one foot at the bottom and six digits at the top. He made these large towers twenty stories high, each story having a gallery round it three cubits wide. He covered the towers with rawhide to protect them from any kind of missile. 6. The tortoise of the battering ram was constructed in the same way. It had, however, a base of 30 cubits square and a height excluding the pediment of 13 cubits. The height of the pediment from its bed to its top was 7 cubits issuing up and above the middle of the roof for not less than two cubits was a gable and on this was reared a small tower four stories high in which on the top floor scorpions and catapults were set up and on the lower floors a great quantity of water was stored to put out any fire that might be thrown on the tortoise inside of this was set the machinery of the ram termed in greek in which was placed a roller turned on a lathe and a ram being set on top of this produced its great effect when swung to and fro by means of ropes it was protected like the tower with rawhide He explained the principles of the borer as follows, that the machine itself resembled the tortoise, but that in the middle it had a pipe lying between upright walls, like the pipe usually found in catapults and ballistae, fifty cubits in length and one cubit in height, in which a windlass was set transversely. On the right and left at the end of the pipe were two blocks, by means of which the iron-pointed beam which lay in the pipe was moved. There were numerous rollers enclosed in the pipe itself under the beam which made its movements quicker and stronger numerous arches were erected along the pipe above the beam which was in it to hold up the rawhide in which this machine was enveloped eight he thought it needless to write about the raven because he saw that the machine was of no value with regard to the scaling machine termed in greek and the naval contrivances, which, as he wrote, could be used in boarding ships, I have observed that he merely promised with some earnestness to explain their principles, but that he has not done so. I have set forth what was written by Diodes on machines and their construction. I shall now set forth the methods which I have learned from my teachers and which I myself believe to be useful. End of Book Ten, Chapter Thirteen.